It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now! I'm starving! On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby! It is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings, the place to play DFS this weekend, week number 18. In the NFL, this is the show that's so nice. We do it twice. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Got a bunch of podcasts now, broadcaster. I'll be doing the FCS championship on Saturday. And Sunday night football, Westwood One Raiders and the Chargers. We'll get to that in a little bit. You can always check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And all of our shows at Ross Tucker Pod or YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. He's Joe Dolan. He is the star of the show. Check him out on social media at FG underscore Dolan. And of course, like we said last episode, the unbelievable deals they've got going right now at fantasypoints.com when you use the code 21FEAST. Joe, let's dive into it because the first one is, I think, one arguably the game of the day. It's the Niners and the Rams, yep. and there's a lot at stake for both of them. Massive implications in this game, Ross, because the, Ram- the Rams are going to the playoffs, but if the Rams beat the 49ers, the Rams win the NFC West. If the 49ers beat the Rams, the 49ers clinch a wild card spot. So here's here's a, a, a little um, a weird thing about the NFL's playoff landscape. Because of the tiebreakers, the 49ers, if the season were to end today, are actually the sixth seed in the NFC, and the Eagles are the seventh seed. But the Eagles have clinched a playoff spot, and the 49ers have not, based on tiebreakers, even though the 49ers beat the Eagles straight up. So it, there's like a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes. But, I mean, there you go. There's ways for both of those teams to get in otherwise. Because if the Saints lose, then the 49ers are in anyway. And if the Cardinals lose to the Seahawks, then the Rams are NFC East, uh, NFC West champs anyway. The problem is all of those games, because of the NFL scheduling, happen at the same time. So we're not going to see any, oh, the Cardinals lost in the early window, so the Rams are going to rest their starters. That's not going to happen. Both of these teams have absolutely everything to play for. Meanwhile, there's also some incentive, Ross. Cooper Cup is 136 yards shy of breaking Calvin Johnson's all-time single-season yardage record in receiving. Cup's already fifth on the all-time list. He needs 171 receiving yards to be the first wide receiver or any receiver in NFL history to have 2,000 receiving yards in a season. You don't think they're going to try that? He's been their best player all year. You you don't need to force-feed Cooper Cup the ball to get him. He's topped that number three times this year, so it's possible for him to get to 2,000 yards. He also needs 12 receptions to break Michael Thomas's single-season receptions record and become the first receiver to get to 150 receptions in a year. So Michael Thomas's record is 149. Well, Cooper Cup's got the chance to break that. Uh, Matthew Stafford needs 352 passing yards to reach 5,000 yards for the second time in his career. So the Rams, they have all these incentives. Matthew Stafford, and and of course, look, I I don't know if I would go out and say, oh my God, Matthew Stafford is having uh, a great season. But how about the fact that uh, Matthew Stafford is 
uh, 300 some yards shy of 5,000 passing yards, and he's two touchdowns shy of 40 touchdowns. What would what would Rams fans have said coming into this year if you said to them, "By the way, Matthew Stafford's going to throw for 5,000 and 40 touchdowns"? You'd be pretty happy with that, I would say. Thrilled. Yeah, I know he's had some bad interceptions, but the numbers are there. So all kinds of incentives for the LA Rams in this game. Meanwhile, on the 49er side, we know that they're going to play their guys. Um, we'll have to see about Jimmy Garoppolo. Ross, did you watch Trey Lance? Um, at yes. What do you think? I thought the first half was shaky, but the talent showed up in the second half. Was my take? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, man, he took some shot. Like he he did not protect himself no. very well in the first half. It looked like he thought he's still playing for North Dakota State. Yeah, and um, he needs to protect himself way, way, way better than that. Um, but I thought he acquitted himself pretty well in the second half, and he was good for fantasy as well. He ran through a couple of touchdowns. You know, I also think he's a guy, you know, in ways it kind of reminded me of Kaepernick. Like, you know how Kaepernick threw everything at like 150 miles an hour? Like, yes. I feel like Lance kind of has that same trait. You got the big arm, baby. We know. And that's going to help you at times, but you can't, you, don't throw screen passes that quick. Um, but he's got, um, he's got some talent. He's got some ability. Um, if Jimmy Garoppolo can play, he will start. That is what that is what Kyle Shanahan is saying. Yeah, I don't think he's playing either. Um, but I mean, it's going to be a fascinating watch. You know, Trey Lance allows you to do a lot with the run game, and that gives you another little piece of incentive here for the 49ers. Elijah Mitchell is 122 rushing yards shy of a thousand for a rookie season, which would be an incredible accomplishment for a rookie six round pick. George Kittle is exactly 100 yards shy of 1,000 on the season as well. He caught just one pass from Trey Lance in that game uh, last week uh, against the Houston Texans. Um, but this one, Ross, I, I totally agree. Of the of the main slate, not the Sunday night game, game of the day because of how much is on the line, the Rams could be could be huge for them to win the NFC, get some home playoff games. For, for the 49ers, it's winning in, and they're underdogs in this game, baby, so – it is going to be a fun slate to watch uh, the 49ers four and a half point underdogs catching that on the road in LA. So what about for the Panthers and the Bucks? Okay. So the Buccaneers, um, the Antonio Brown thing, um, obviously there's a lot of layers to that. He is not at practice on, he's still on the roster. We are recording this Wednesday. He is not at practice. I would not anticipate Antonio Brown plays in this game. The, the, the Bucks are trying to figure out what to do. Antonio Brown says, I can't play, and they're trying to force me to play. He essentially quits mid-game. Um, there's a whole, a whole lot of layers to that. Meanwhile, Tom Brady's throwing game winners to Cyril Grayson. That guy is unbelievable. He makes you eat. I know it was against the Jets, but he just makes you – Every week, just be like, oh, my God. Like, what? I remember watching the Super Bowl with my wife last year, and the, the Buccaneers are just dismantling the Chiefs. And like, and I'm just sitting there, and my wife says to me, she's like, this is unbelievable. She's sitting there saying, like, I, I mean, Brady is just, he's 738 years old. He looks younger than he did 20 years ago. I mean, it's just unbelievable what this guy's doing. Um, big game for Gronk. Uh, now, the thing with the Buccaneers here, you know, Antonio Brown, he doesn't really have any uh, – they're not going to use him. Um, uh, I, I, I doubt he's going to play again. The Bucks will be the number two or number three seed no matter what. The 
markets are giving them an eight point spread. They're eight point favorites in this game. So there's a little bit of, of, of confirmation that they think the Bucks starters are going to play at some point. I can't believe that they're going to play the entire game. Um, because it's you're either the two or the three seed. You're going to have a home playoff game no matter what. Um, um, you have a good shot to have a home playoff game in the next round no matter what. Um, with, with some of the guys who are banged up, uh, Mike Evans is banged up. I know he played last week. Um, uh, Leonard Fournette still on IR. Ronald Jones got hurt in that game. I don't know if the Bucks are really going to push their injured starters. Mike Evans, though, Ross, does need 54 yards to extend his NFL record for the most seasons with 1,000 receiving yards to open a career to eight straight. Um, we'll see if he does that. Tom Brady is 10, 10 yards short of 5,000. I guarantee you he wants to get there. Uh, and both Brady and Rob Gronkowski have a ton of contract-based incentives. Gronk needs seven catches, 85 receiving yards, and, and three touchdowns to unlock $500,000 bonuses in each category. That seems like a long shot to me, but just keep in mind they do have some contract-based incentives for the Buccaneers. They are one of the murkiest teams of the entire week because for all intents and purposes, they don't have a whole lot to play for financially. Brady, Gronk, Evans, those guys do. Carolina? Uh, Carolina stinks. Uh, <laughs> their quarterback situation is a nightmare. Chuba Hubbard is is just a guy in the backfield. Um, DJ Moore buffs for me, really, for Carolina. Uh, I mean, there's really nothing else for me to – I mean, uh, maybe Cam Newton gets a swan song here, um, but this is this is a team that's, that's dead in the water. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Who's working for us, Joe, in the Seahawks and Cardinals matchup? Well, the Seahawks, um, not a whole lot for them to play for but pride, but could this be the final game for both Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll for the Seattle Seahawks in a Seattle Seahawks uniform? And I think that probably means a lot to them. Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf got off the schneid last week. Um, They they are on the road, so maybe it's not as important for them um, to come out and put on a good show, but... The Seahawks, um, the, the Seahawks are probably going to try everything um, in their power to just put on a good show for fans. Here um, could be the last game for Russell. Uh, let, let's be honest. Let's let's put it this way: I would be stunned if both guys are back next year in Seattle. So I think uh, the the Seahawks are going to do everything in their power um, against now a very banged up Cardinal secondary to put numbers and put points on the board. And then obviously Rashad Penny has been one of the hottest players in all of fantasy football over the last month. And now there's a guy who like, Oh, like he's looking for contracts. He's looking for his future and he's played the best football of his entire NFL career. Don't tell Rashad Penny that this game is meaningless for him. So I think the Seahawks are going to go all out. Um, And I wouldn't mind putting some, little DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett in my DFS lineup and a little Russell Wilson as well, as he looks to maybe make a great final impression as the Seattle Seahawks. Arizona. Well, Arizona has everything to play for because Arizona needs a win and a Rams loss to win the AFC West. So Arizona 
is going to play um, as much as possible. Um, And by the way, AJ Green has a bunch of contract-based incentives. He needs another 75 yards for an additional $250,000 in his contract. And Christian Kirk is 61 yards away from 1,000 yards for the first time in his career. But Arizona has every incentive to go all out in this game. We'll see if they get James Conner back. Cliff Kingsbury, the last two weeks, has been like, wow, he's he's right there. He's going to play. And then he's been a surprise game day inactive. We'll see if James Conner is able to get back on the field. But obviously, uh, Chase Edmonds has been a very useful fantasy player in the absence of James Conner. And then I think once we uh, finally get to the playoffs, we're going to start hearing if there's drum beats about uh, DeAndre Hopkins getting back in the lineup for the Arizona Cardinals. Patriots at the Dolphins is a sneaky, juicy one in my mind. Well, the Dolphins now um, have every incentive to win this game because even though even though the Dolphins are eliminated from the playoffs, Ross, they do not have their first-round draft pick. It belongs to the Philadelphia Eagles. So that, that draft pick is currently a top-15 draft pick. So the Dolphins have every incentive to try to play spoiler for the Patriots in this game. Um, by the way, Jalen Waddell. Um, uh, is a catch away from hitting 100 on the season. He needs three catches to break Anquan Bolden's rookie record of 101. That's probably going to happen. He also needs just 12 yards to reach 1,000 yards on the season. So expect, after a quiet game for Jalen Waddell, um, expect that uh, the, the Dolphins are going to pepper him with targets in this game. And then, of course, you know, there's Tua Tonga-Vailoa. And, and I think Dolphin fans are still kind of fighting internally over Tua. Like, is is this the guy? Is is he the guy? Is he not the guy? I think uh, I think you, you can come down on both sides of that fence. So Tua certainly has some incentive in this game. And then if you're looking at the New England Patriots, they've already clinched the playoff spot, but they can still win the AFC East if they beat the Dolphins and the Bills lose to the Jets. And laugh all you want. Laugh all you want. But the Buffalo Bills did indeed lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars this year and the New York Jets almost upset the Buccaneers last week. So don't say that that is, uh, is, uh, is not going to happen because there is a possibility. Um, the Patriots can also clinch a first round bye if they win the bills, chiefs and Titans all lose. That obviously is a longer shot. Saints and Falcons. I think the Falcons want to win to try to get an eighth win. And obviously the Saints still are very much have a chance at the playoff berth. Very much so, because the Saints do are are um uh the Saints are uh on the outside looking in currently. They're currently behind the new the um the San Francisco 49ers. But if you look at the point spreads, Ross, and if you believe the point spreads are gonna are a, a, an accurate predictor of what's going to happen, and if they weren't. Las Vegas wouldn't be the adult paradise that it is. The Saints are four-point favorites. The 49ers are four-and-a-half-point underdogs. So, looking at it that way, the Saints are, are, are should be favored to make the playoffs, even though they need two things to go their way. Um, uh, you look at the fact that the Falcons, the, you know, football outsiders heading into last week, believe it or not, Ross, Heading into last week, football outsiders via DVOA, their uh, their basically metric of how complete a team is, had them as the worst team in football, the Atlanta Falcons. They are now the third worst team ahead of just the Lions and the Jaguars. Uh, so Atlanta, uh, by football outsiders DVOA metric, is maybe the most fraudulent team in the entire NFL. 
uh, at seven wins. I would anticipate, though, Atlanta wants to play spoiler. Um, all those years, Matt Ryan going against Sean Payton, I don't think there's a whole lot of love loss there. I think he wants to look across the field and say, I beat that guy. I eliminated them from the playoffs. Um, the problem for Atlanta, of course, is they just the, – Cordero Patterson um, has completely broken down. Uh, Kyle Pitts is dealing with a hamstring injury, and that's something to watch because Kyle Pitts is 59 yards shy of breaking Mike Ditka's all-time tight end, rookie tight end receiving record. He's at 1,000 already. He's already done 1,000, but he needs 59 yards to break the all-time record, but he's dealing with a hamstring injury. Certainly a situation we need to watch. For the New Orleans Saints, I mean, full systems go. You're looking at Alvin Kamara, obviously had a huge game in Week 17, um, potentially catapulting you to a fantasy championship. Marquez Callaway has been kind of their receiving option on the perimeter who started to come on. He had 10 catches, six, uh, 10 uh, targets, six catches for 97 yards last week, and he had a couple of drops or else he would have had a much bigger game with Taysom Hill throwing him the, the football. Taysom Hill had a, had a solid fantasy performance last week, throwing a touchdown and also running for 45 yards. So there's a, a lot uh, for New Orleans to play for. Nothing that I need to tell you there, Ross, because New Orleans uh, – uh, needs to win and San Francisco needs to lose for the Saints to make the playoffs. Right. And for the Falcons, Kyle Pitts, let me just tell you right now, he's not playing. Yeah. I mean, it, any guy like that, I'm telling you, dude, any guy like that, they're not going to have him play. It's like, games. right. It's like, all right, he ha- he can break the record, but what does that mean in the long run? Uh, he's already gone over a thousand yards. Kyle Pitts, long-term health is far more important to the Atlanta Falcons than Kyle Pitts setting a record. Uh, which you would even argue is artificial because he'd do it in 17 games. Now we've got the Jets and the Bills. Interesting that they have, I guess they have this at 425 so that the Patriots don't know. Exactly. What they're, what they're, that, that's why they do it. That's exactly why. They I love, it. I love, I would love to be in those meetings. Got to be fun. Um, <clears throat> you know, what's not fun driving in Buffalo this time of year. Visibility is your first line of defense when it comes to staying safer on the road. Seeing better means spotting the unexpected even faster. If you want better visibility, head over to AutoZone. They've got the parts and products you need to drive safer and see more behind the wheel. You got the dull headlights? They've got the replacement lights to help you brighten up the road if you're driving late at night. If your wipers happen to be squeaking or streaking, They've got replacement wipers to help you clear your windshield during any storm, rain, sleet, or snow. It's always a good time to upgrade anything visibility-related, but now is maybe the best time with rougher winter weather ahead. If you're ready to see more and drive safer, visit your nearest AutoZone or head to AutoZone.com to start your job today. Get in the zone, AutoZone. All right, Joe. I didn't get a chance to let you say AutoZone there. I'm sorry. sorry. I, I, I had it. to rush back to hit my mute button because, Ross, when you're uh, when you're doing those reads, I'm coughing. I'm taking drinks of coffee and water and and trying to and trying to – but I don't want to make noise in the background. So I I let, let me I do it now. It. Let me do it now. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Yes. Right. By the way, we got multiple YouTube comments and emails, people commenting how good of a singer you were. Really? I forgot to forward them to you, but we did. Um Jets, Bills. Look, I think the Jets 
I feel way better about the Jets than the Giants. Oh, my God, yeah. And also, Ross, I know we just talked about Trey Lance. I mean, I think kind of subtly, Zach Wilson stepped up his game over the last month. I think he's starting to play a little bit better. Um, And, you know, I think it's – I know people were writing his epitaph. Oh, my God, it's Darnold all over again. I don't know if I'd go that far. I I think uh, he's starting to play a little bit better. He dueled with Tom Brady last week. I mean, I got to give him some credit, uh, Zach Wilson. And, obviously, they're playing spoilers, and we've seen Buffalo lose to some bad football teams this year. There is one difference for Buffalo right now, and it is a discussion that we have had all season long. They lacked a meaningful run game, and it forced Josh Allen to be Superman at all times. Josh Allen was Clark Kent last week against the Atlanta Falcons. He threw three interceptions. I know he rushed for two touchdowns, but he was he was 11-26. to 26, He threw three interceptions. What was the difference in that game vis-a-vis earlier in the season if Josh Allen had that kind of game? They had a meaningful run game with Devin Singletary. And don't tell me that doesn't matter. Of course If the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, they need Josh Allen, more likely than not, to be more Superman than Clark Kent. But when you have a quarterback who, you know, Josh Allen is many things. I don't know if he'll ever be precise. And Bills fans might not want that. When they see the kind of guy that Josh Allen is and the kind of player that he is and the ways that he can take over a game, and frankly... As we saw last week, the ways he can impact the game, even when he's not throwing the ball well with his legs. However, having the ability to have Devin Singletary come out there, rush for uh, rush the ball 20 times for over 100 yards and two touchdowns, when Josh Allen is throwing the ball as poorly as he did last week against Atlanta, is something the Bills did not have earlier in the year. And I think that's going to differentiate them in this game than when they lost to the Jaguars earlier in the season. So the fact that they have a meaningful run game with Devin Singletary in this very good matchup for the run game is huge for DFS. It's huge for fantasy. Mostly it's huge for the Buffalo Bills. By the way, Stefan Diggs has a $650,000 incentive if he reaches 100 receptions. He currently has 94. Put your money on Stefan Diggs getting six catches in this game. Anything else on the Jets? Um, they don't really intrigue me all that much. I mean, Michael Carter had a very strong game last week, but uh, ended up leaving that game with a concussion. Um, so the Jets don't really appeal to me as a fantasy team right now, uh, especially against Buffalo, who really needs to win. Um, but um, other than that, I'm... Uh, you know, uh, uh, let's just say I'm interested in watching Zach Wilson to see if Zach Wilson can indeed continue to perform well. Last but not least, we've got the game I'll be at on uh, Sunday night. Really looking forward to it. Chargers and the Raiders. A bad fantasy matchup considering they're both just going to take knees the whole game. Uh, exactly. Did you see that, Ross? Isn't that wild? <laughs> It's pretty funny. It's not going to happen, but it's pretty funny. So let's play out that situation. Um, If the Steelers lose to the Ravens, they're underdogs in that game, and the Colts lose to the Jaguars, the Colts are 15-point favorites in that game. Both the the Raiders and the Chargers will have clinched a playoff spot by the time this game even kicks off, presuming there's a tie. So, in other words, they could agree before this game, say, hey, 
you know how like the Colts lost and the Steelers lost? If we tie this game, we're both in the playoffs. They essentially could kneel the entire game. I would think Roger Goodell would have something to say about that, but it is an outside chance. I, Ross, I agree with you. If if that situation were to come to pass, both of these teams would try to win this football game, even if it was a dis, even if it was disadvantageous to them for doing so. Um, but the Raiders can actually clinch that. What what the team that would benefit from that is the Raiders because the Raiders would have clinched the playoff spot, and then the Chargers would need to win. Um, so the chargers have all the more incentive to play in the event that, um, that unlikely scenario occurs. Now, if you're the LA Raiders or LA Raiders, if you're the Las Vegas Raiders, you're going to probably want to come out and run the football against the chargers who have had a bad run defense this year. Although last week it looked pretty damn good against the Denver Broncos. I think the Broncos, uh, run game is just breaking down right now. The Raiders have started to get a little bit of production on the perimeter from Zay Jones. He goes for over 100 yards last week. He has completely usurped Brian Edwards as the top perimeter option for Derek Carr. Obviously, you know about Hunter Renfro, who's got a tough matchup with Chris Harris this week in the slot. So Zay Jones, an important player. And don't be shocked. I know he was a huge fantasy disappointment this year, but it looked like he was going to be cleared to come. And then he ended up on the COVID list. Ross, could Darren Waller have a huge performance with the entire season on the line for the Raiders? Unbelievable that it might come to pass. Don't rule it out. Yeah. I mean, it is certainly a possibility, which is pretty wild when you think about it. There he is, Joe Dolan. He, it, wait, did we talk to, we didn't talk well, well, I, There is one big thing I want to mention from the Chargers. Um, obviously, uh, Casey Hayward, the outside wide receiver for um, uh, the outside corner for the, for the Raiders is a tough matchup for Mike Williams. Um, Nate Hobbs, the rookie slot corner, who's been one of the best in the entire NFL this year for the Raiders. Ross, he was just arrested uh, under suspicion of DUI. Look, after what happened earlier this season, I think it would be an apocalyptically bad look for the Raiders, among other things, if Nate Hobbs plays in this game. And I mean, I hate to relate that to fantasy, but Keenan Allen's the slot receiver. I expect a big performance from Keenan Allen this week. Listen, that's what we do, Joe. I mean, that's what your job is, is to break down the fantasy analysts. You don't, you don't t- control what these guys do off the field. <laughs> Terrific work by Joe always at FG underscore Dolan. I am at Ross Tucker. NFL, we are at Ross Tucker Pod. Highly encourage you to go ahead and check us out on social media or youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And of course, fantasypoints.com using that glorious code 21FEAST. Now I'm totally stuffed. We're totally done. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109 with it. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always, sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.